0: What is up, bookies, and welcome back to another episode of Big Clips Voices. I am your interviewer, Tia, and today we are sitting down with Jamie C. Owens, author of Flawed, a very inspirational self-help book. So without further ado, let's get right into it. How are you today? Good, how are you? I am doing well. So I'm so glad that you could join us. As some people may or may not know, July was Minority Mental Health Month. And so the Eclipse Voices Book Club decided to read Flawed, a self-help book that is also very personal for you. So thank you for joining us.
1: Of course.
0: So without further ado, because I don't want to keep anybody any longer than they have to be here, we're just going to jump right into these questions. So question number one, what inspired you to write a self-help book?
1: Well, as a person, I'm pretty encouraging and um, motivating, and I'm all about improving yourself, you know, and growing, and that's just something that comes natural to me to write about, so I was like, well, why not? You know, I started out, I've been posting, you know, or was posting inspirational posts on Facebook, and then um, on Instagram, and um, just from there. Okay. So it's kind of
0: natural. It just comes very naturally to you.
1: Yeah. You know, like your gift, your natural gifts and talents.
0: Got you. So was it difficult for you to sit down and have to kind of self-reflect when you were writing flawed? No, because I'm
1: always reflecting, doing some self-reflection, looking inward, you know, looking at things from, you know, my childhood that shaped me, you know, today, Um, or areas that I still you know deal with so I'm always thinking about that anyway so that I didn't have to sit out like no specific time to just reflect on the different things that I talked about in the book because it's it's just there (laughs) anyway got you
0: so that kind of brings us to our next question was it hard for you to put yourself out there in order to help other people
1: no, but that's just me as a person. I don't have a problem with opening up and being transparent uh, with people because that's how people are able to, you know, you're you're able to relate to people. You know, you never know what someone else may be experiencing that they don't want to talk about. So when you're sharing your story um, or things that you've experienced, in essence, you are reaching that particular um, group of people that you are meant to reach, you know. Um, so... No, I didn't have to do a whole bunch of uh, sitting down and planning. You know, it it probably didn't take me 10 minutes or so to just come up with different things to write about. That's just how much I'm in my mind, I guess.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Gotcha. So speaking of the things that you wrote about, of the five lessons that are in flawed, which one was the toughest for you to kind of overcome and how did you work towards doing that?
1: Um, hmm. you know what, and this is sad to say, I don't even remember the names of some of the lessons, but, um, just some of the things that I've actually wrote in there, um, when I talked about how, um, the first one was insecurities, you know, um, getting your insecurities, you know, in check going back and thinking about your childhood and what you experienced then and where some of those um insecurities may stem from um i think that one um i don't think it was any of them was the toughest for me to write but i know that's one that i probably really needed some work in, rather um so yeah and anything that that i talked about accepting yourself um that
0: too got you so with that being said do you still struggle with embracing your flaws
1: yeah and I'm not the only one you know I'm I'm okay to say that you know I um I still struggle I mean man like I'm a work in progress you know I mean I'm not you know a complete masterpiece just yet (laughs) but um yeah, I I still struggle with things. One thing. Sensitive side, you know, it's kind of like I've always viewed my sensitive side as being, you know, weak. It's just a weakness. But, you know, it's really not like in the world and time that we live in today. We need a little bit of sensitivity. We need some people that's able to show some compassion and love. And so what I'm trying to work on, as far as me being sensitive and, and learning that, not only do I feel my feelings, I feel the feelings of other people. I'm an empath. So that's a lot. So just accepting that and learning how to um, work with that gift, that's something that I'm working on right now. Gotcha. Okay. Or dealing with, rather. So
0: my next question was, how often do you find yourself going back and rereading flawed? But you said you don't remember all of the lessons that are in there. So I'm going to go with not often.
1: Yeah. uh, And I was going to be honest. Like I said, I'm transparent. Not often at all. Um, And that wouldn't be the one that I probably would go back and read. Um, You know, I probably would go back and read um, something and get motivated or sincerely me because they're more so like devotionals you gotcha. know like for you know different days you know 30 days so those will be the ones that I would go back to or if I'm on Facebook and needed some type of inspiration I want to share with everybody else I would choose from one or two of those books to share and
0: so it's funny that you say that because I already read flawed when the book club um Decides to read it and I have a paperback copy. So I was mm-hmm. telling them it's almost surprising to me how often I'll be sitting around and I'll go back and I'll reread and I'll write in it to the point now that I'm writing in the margins of the book. Like I no longer have space um, that was given. I have little notebook pages that have been paper clipped inside of it because there's always something different that kind of hits me when I read it. So mm-hmm. At first, I was like, okay, let me write here. Let me write in the margins. Let me add some pages. So every time I go back, it's almost like learning that lesson all over again and, and taking it in all over again. So there's this book that, you know, was 20 odd pages. My copy is now probably 60 or 70 from all the pages I've added of self-reflection and just listing things that I've learned in each lesson. So I go back and read it often. So you don't have to worry about doing it. I'm going to keep you up. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Well,
1: look, I'm appreciative of anybody that goes back and read it. You know, I I don't do it often. Not to say that I haven't at all, but here's my thing: I it could be any book, and I'm not gonna be able to tell you the name of the chapter without going back to it because my memory is not good at all. So and <laughs> if it's something I've done, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, yeah, got
0: gotcha. you. Okay. So then, how has your life changed since writing Flawed? Do you now? get into situations and you think, mm, what, what would lesson three teach me? Or what would, you know, lessons about insecurity teach me? How would I respond after reflecting on those things?
1: Well, lesson one, imperfection. Um, that is something that I have to, you know, go over all the time, like on a consistent basis, because, you know, no we're never going to be perfect and we need to learn how to accept you know being imperfect and not always doing things the right way or you know um making mistakes you know things like that being okay with that and i think that chapter has really you know helped change my life because i don't beat myself up as bad as i would um when i made a mistake or something you know now it's kind of like uh if it you know <laughs> it is what it is type of thing Gotcha. Um, so, I would say that one would really um, help me change, uh, change some things in my life as well. And I pulled up my book because, you know, and then also the one on um, well, having it together. I think that changed during the process, probably, of me actually writing this. Like, this was like my therapy, you know, too, um, getting it out on paper you know, other people reading it, me sharing my story, whatever. That was like therapy for me. And also therapy is another thing that has helped me as far as like changes that have occurred in my life in addition to stuff I've read.
0: Okay, okay. So um I can definitely attest to that, you know, knowing you my entire life. Um <laughs> You know, I've seen you go from a person that is trying to have perfect grades and and just kind of be this even be this perfect role model for your younger sisters and and a lot of times like i'll we'll have a conversation and you'll be talking about something and you'll be like and you know what i did and i'm like what did you do i just said if it like i didn't even worry about it and that shows growth from where you started mm-hmm. before writing the book to where you are now um so and speaking of that and me knowing you my entire life how has embracing your flaws affected your relationships whether um, it's you know, a romantic relationship, familiar relationships, how has embracing those flaws affected those relationships?
1: It has really affected them for you know, the better. Um, cause you know, you don't wanna never be in a situation or relationship or anything where you cannot be yourself and um or you try to um get approval or, or prove yourself or something of that sort that you're enough that you're adequate, you know what I'm saying, you enough period, just period, you know, <laughs> um, but um, I don't know, I don't know, you just grow, <laughs> you just grow, like, you know, I don't really have a um, a magic answer for that question, Um, besides that, me embracing my flaws is what actually made my relationships better. Because anytime you're trying to be anything other than yourself, your relationships ain't going to be right, you know? So I would say the most, that would be the most thing. And, And not just embracing, but also giving yourself some compassion, you know, um, some grace. And, you know, that's one thing that growing up, and I, I think I may have put it in this book, if not, I've, I've written it somewhere before, is that I didn't get a lot of grace, you know. So being able to extend that grace to yourself can be tough if you never really, you know, experienced it before to know what it really feels like. So um, I would say, you know, um, all of that stuff has really helped me within my relationships and how I operate.
0: Gotcha. I do want to point out that, um, as far as like familiar relationships, it kind of taught me that I did not have to be a perfect person to pursue what I wanted to pursue, to do what I wanted to do. Like, and now a lot of people are like, oh my God, you're just very passive about a lot of things or they're they're surprised. They're like, oh, you're a Scorpio, but you're not confrontational. Like I will let you argue with yourself. And it's basically just because I've learned watching you that a lot of it is not, you know, worth it. So, um, so for that, you know, I thank you because that kind of taught me to be able to embrace who I am. And sometimes it's not always a good thing, you know. This mouth is reckless, but um, yes. you either love it or hate it. You go stick around, and you gonna go away. So I can I can definitely say that for us, like we've always had a good relationship, but it was. It's kind of comforting to be able to be like, oh, you know what? Jamie is coming from a place of, and excuse my language, fuck it. So I'm going to come from that place too. And I quite like it. I'm, yes. I'm going to reside there, you know, population of you and I. If other people want to join, come on, it's fun. Just saying.
1: <laughs> it took a while to get there. You know, right. like, that, that's the thing. Like, don't think that, you know, you're going to read a one self-help book and then your life going to change like that. Now, it might give you some revelation about some things that you need to dig deeper into but it's work man this is a journey you know this is a journey and um i'm happy to be on it because i'm learning new things about me all the time you know i'm i'm allowing myself to experience things that i ain't never experienced before that in my past i would have never done like i i don't know who this person is but i love
0: (laughs) i know that's right i know that's right so um with me bringing up familiar relationships, how did being the oldest sibling contribute to not accepting or accepting your flaws?
1: Well, you kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, is that you always, when you're the oldest sibling, it seems like uh, more pressure is put on you to be this example, um, role model, not messed up. But me, I don't really think, I had that pressure, like, for real. Like, I, you know, I really didn't give a damn about what y'all do. You know what I'm saying? You with me. <laughs> right. You know, but as long as it ain't anything that, you know, if if it's not right, I will, you know, I would say something. But other than that, I wasn't, what y'all don't realize is that y'all y'all allowed me to be myself, you know? So it wasn't, I didn't feel like I had to be something, you right. know? Um, not all the time, and even now when I when I think about it, you know, and I'm still learning, like how to be a sister and not try to be somebody, more. <laughs> you know, like you know. So, um, yeah, no, I don't, I don't think I, I, I don't think I, I felt that pressure, not at least from this side of the family. No, <laughs>
0: that's that's good to know. It's good to know, um, because yeah, I. I don't ever feel like we had situations where we couldn't come to you and talk to you. Cause a lot of the times I was doing stuff that I should not have been doing with you. Like <laughs> should not have, um, yeah. at all. Just, we're not even going to reminisce in this interview, but just, I remember one particular night I went and I stayed with you and I came home drunk. Yeah. I was like 15, 15 or 16 And daddy was like, did you drink when you were over there with Bud? And I was like, no, no, I didn't do that. And you came over and busted us out. I was like, yeah, we drank. What? What's the point of me lying? Um, but no, it, I never, I never felt that we just, it's always kind of just been encouraging, um, Mm -hmm. you know, with the four of us. So
1: yeah,
0: ain't nobody trying to pull no rank. (laughs) The shade. Uh, anyway, moving on. So (laughs) While reading this book, we had some women sit down who it touched them in a particular way and they did some testimonials on specific lessons. I know two in particular did um, Don't Be Hard and I think someone else did Imperfections and someone else did Lessons 3, which I think is Get It Together maybe. Um, but how do you feel knowing that you touched people enough to make them want to kind of sit down and do testimonials and know that you we're kind of speaking to them personally because I literally had somebody tell me to relay a message that you need to stop coming for them and their soul. Like they felt like you were speaking to them as if you knew them personally. So how does that make you feel knowing that you've touched people in that way?
1: Um, It's shocking. Um, I'm surprised, but I'm also grateful because that was the point that it was the point of me putting this out there and putting myself out there was to help someone else. You know, um, how can we really help if we don't share our story and be transparent? So I I felt like, because I worked with kids before, I had a nonprofit for um, young adult women and teenage girls. So I've worked with girls before and, you know, I done been, you know, I'm a woman now, but, you know, I done been, you know, younger in middle school and high school, shoot, young adult. You know, and then experience some things and I know I'm not the only one to have, but maybe I'm the only one that's gonna speak about it right now. So um that was that was the whole that was the whole point. And I'm so glad that it blessed somebody. Like, you know, it feels good knowing that, well, if I left her today, I know I made a difference, you know. So um I'm appreciative of that and I'm 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 thankful and um I don't know who said that I need to stop um speaking to them. I'm not gonna stop speaking to you. I, I'm not um, because I, it, it, I guess it's helping. <laughs> Self-reflection is good. You learn. You learn a lot, and you get to under understand yourself in the, the ways in which you know you behave and why you react to certain things. So, no, I'm not gonna stop speaking about
0: it. Right. To you. <laughs> so, listen. She's adding you. She's letting you know she's not gonna stop. So, just accept it. embrace it you know like we have learned to do through this book that we've read embrace it um and honestly that's all the questions that i have for you we're going to open it up to some of the people in attendance and see if they have questions that they would like to ask um everybody don't all speak at once
2: i have a question okay um hello Um, Do you have any daily affirmations for yourself?
1: Um, To be honest, Janae, that is a very good question. And let me tell you something. Like I said, I love transparency. No, I do not have daily affirmations for me every day. Um, I have affirmations for where I feel as if, you know, I'm going to need something for the day. And the thing is, I don't repeat them out loud, I listen to them, so I I listen to several podcasts, there's an album, I think her name is Tony, not sure, but I'll send it to Tyranny, it's on Apple Music, if you have Apple Music, but basically, it's an album of um, affirmations, one of the ones that I liked, I really like a lot, and if you have Apple Music, you can just put this in, and it should pull up, the woman the um affirmation or the hey hey, jamie we're gonna get you to go
0: back and repeat you froze so what's the name of the the one that you really like
1: um hold on because i'm gonna pull it up i want them to be able to pull it up it's on apple music um that i listen to and sorry um one of them is actually um called if you type in affirmations it's called affirmation for the grown-ass woman and um it's by tony jones and she actually has two or three albums or whatever and the one that i really like is called energy budget and it's like it's not just you know you just hearing like silence and you know well no noise or anything it's music that goes to it too. So I listen to those. um, And I listen to some podcasts that um, have affirmations too. I used to um, have like affirmations and different things that I wrote, like in lipstick on my mirror. So when I wake up in the morning or go wherever that I would see that and say these um, different things. Um, But one thing that I do repeat and I do have it in my room on my wall um, is I'm enough. And that's something I'm actually going to get tattooed on me, the word enough, because it used to be, well, I'm not good enough. And I don't even want, I don't even put the good in front of it. I'm enough, period. So if I don't say anything else, I'm enough. I'm enough. I'm enough. I'm enough.
3: And that's what I had a
0: little lamb. Okay. Thank you for that question, Janae.
1: Yeah, thank you. That was a good question. Yeah, I put me on
2: the spot. You are, you are very welcome. But I do have one more question.
1: Okay. okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but thank you for that, because that helps a lot as well. But the other question is, how would you recommend someone who struggles, let's say, with mental health, to continue the process that they started with reading flawed?
1: Um, I would say give yourself time, you know, um, if you haven't finished it or you felt like you needed to stop because it started to reveal a lot of things to you. And if you felt like, you know, it's hard to move on, I would say, give yourself some time, show yourself some compassion, but also think about like, where do you want to be? Do you want to still be feeling this, this way? Or do you want to be better? You know, um, and in addition to anything that you do, I always, always, always um, say that you get a therapist. Like, therapy has saved me. I tell everybody, God, therapy, and Zolo has been uh, a blessing in my life. <laughs> you know, because I I struggle with um, depression and generalized anxiety disorder uh, myself. So uh, I know it's get tough, and I know sometimes it, it's feel hard like you can't just keep pressing forward but give yourself time maybe even journal about why you feel as if you can't go forward get, get your feelings out and then push through like push through like we all want to be better we all want to grow and th- this is a this is on your journey to be better you got to grow and, and, and in order to grow you got to face the hard stuff I hope I answered your question. I feel like I went all over the place.
2: <laughs> no, you, you did. I mean, it was a little bit of everything, but it still helped. <laughs> Thank you.
0: No problem. Thank you, Janae. Anybody else have a question?
3: I have a question. Okay. Zaria? Hi. It's very nice to be here talking to the wonderful author. My question is, how do... As a person who struggles in everyday life with having issues comparing herself to other people and Um, comparing herself, um, you know, with everything that everybody's doing better around me, how do I just, like, stop being so insecure and indecisive about basically pretty much everything going on in life? You know what?
1: That's a a really good question because, I mean, as y'all have read in this book, I've struggle with a lot of it and some I still do like at times I really still do but you know what the best thing that you can do Zarya is just accept yourself because when you accept yourself with everybody else doing what they look like what they got that you may not have or it's better whatever it won't it it don't matter they ain't on yours you have your own path that you are supposed to follow and God created you to be Zarya, not uh, Tyranny, not Jamie, not Janae, not Carrie or anybody else. He created you to be you. So once you get that down inside of you and accept that this is me, this is how I was created, I'm unique. Figure out what it is that make you pop and just do you and then say, fuck them. Like, it's just <laughs> simple. As, I mean, it, it sounds simple and, and, it, and it can be hard, but you got you just got to do the work.
3: I appreciate you so much for that. I really do.
1: Oh, you're welcome anytime.
0: Thank you, Zaria, for that question. Do you have any other questions?
2: I do.
1: So, hi, Jamie. Hi, is it Noli?
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Yes.
3: Hi, Noli. So, how are you?
2: Good, how are you?
3: Doing very good. I really, really love this book, and... After reading it like when I started it I was like I have a question where are the books and is she going to come up with another book like should we be waiting like where is it going to come from we need it now
1: we <laughs> <laughs> <She> need it <laughs> <Now>. <laughs> look I was, I was uh, telling tierney I said I hope that I'll ask you when I write another book <laughs> you know she what did. she
0: I did it. specifically say I hope nobody asks me when I'm going to write another book because I don't know
1: well here's the thing i have been having another book in the works for like some years now The the title of it is actually called uh fearless so it's kind of like a series with flawed fearless and whatever i was gonna do the next F after fearless but um it's honestly it's basically done i think it's a few more things that i wanted to um add to it but um basically it's like a guide it's like 10 lessons on how to become fearless, you know, live your life, whatever. And, uh, I just haven't put it out, but since you putting this fire under my book, I'm probably gonna have to go ahead and do something about
0: it. There you go. That's This is your sign. The, the fact that the question was asked, this is the sign. Go ahead, you know, shoot fearless out there. Um, I know a very wonderful book cover designer. I mean, she just got started learning, but you know, she's been doing the thing. Um, so reach out to her you have her number it's me I'm I'm talking about myself um (laughs) it's me I'm talking about myself um but yes definitely take this as a sign to get fearless out there because Flawed was incredible we enjoyed reading it like I said it spoke to everybody um Zaria was the one that said you were speaking to her soul and she needed you to stop coming for her personally
3: so Uh, I I absolutely said that you came for me personally and I didn't appreciate you just attacking my soul and my life I'm gonna need you to not read me like I'm one of your open books okay miss thank you you, you know what Zaria it was needed
1: baby it was it was needed you needed it
0: any more quick thank you for that question Noli any more questions anybody else I think that Key had a question, but I do know she said that she is unable to speak. So she did send that question, unless somebody has already asked.
2: Those were the questions that I asked. Thank
0: you, Janae. Yes.
2: I got her. I got her. I got her.
0: Any other questions?
1: Well, can I ask a question? Yeah. Okay. Um, So can... Y'all tell me like what was your um favorite lesson or what that lesson did for you?
0: Ooh. Who wants to go first?
3: I'll go.
1: Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <Zarya. laughs>
3: I think really when we spoke about I think you really spoke to my soul, especially when you, like I said, the question I just asked really about comparing ourselves to other people that really just hit me in more ways than one. I ain't gonna lie. I cried a little bit. Cause again, you be reading me like an open book and it's really a lot of self reflection and a lot of self love and a lot of self realization that I have to go through uh, me being as young as I am and me still really trying to figure out my place in the world and me accepting things that I, you know, have done in the past and can't move on from, and me accepting who I am now and a better person that I can become, I think it just really bunkered down into a lot of growth that I'm still learning how to do, and a lot of love that I really need to give myself and realize that, hey, shit happens, and it's okay. And, you know, we all mess up from time to time, but we can only, you know, do nothing but learn and grow and not everybody has the same path and not everything was built for everybody at the same time.
1: That's, that's what you did for me. You know, I'm, um, I'm happy to hear that. Um, because you know, a lot of people, a lot of young people are not thinking about growing and trying to become better right now. So I don't know how, how old you are, but, um, at any age, growing and trying to become better is, you know, is a great thing. So, but yeah, I'm glad I'm glad to um hear that about comparison because that was that's something that, you now I really had a problem with. Now it's kind of like shit. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a message in the chat.
0: So Key said that together, um, was the lesson that spoke the most to her. She said. She needs to relax and stop stressing herself out. Um, with the timeline that she had herself on. She said she's putting too much pressure on herself and her timeline and getting way too stressed when things didn't go the way that she planned. Um, so together for her. Kiki said that lesson three was that together as well? Can't remember. Um, Kiki said I that. I think th- so that lesson three was the one that spoke to her. She said it made her realize that um, she should be happy with who she is and stop comparing herself to others because she struggles with that a lot, but it taught her that she needed to love herself first and be happy with herself and her body. So,
1: yeah.
0: Um, who wants to go next?
2: I'll go. Okay.
0: Janae,
2: I think, When I think, I know, I know for a fact, it was lesson four for me because apparently my family tells me I'm too closed off and I'm hard. And it's it's a struggle for me because, I mean, my mom decided to move to Georgia and, quote unquote, start over when I was 17. So it left me to have to be able to be independent and take care of myself it was I didn't need nothing from anybody and I can do it on my own and then it's I move with my family here in Vegas and everybody wants to help and I'm not used to that help That's weird. and I'm closed <laughs> off and it's hard to be open I guess you could say with my family because it's like um, I don't need your help. Why are you looking at me like that? Like, just say hi and keep it moving. Like, just don't bother me. But I know I can't be like that because even though I'm the youngest, I still, like, we're all about family. And it's like most of us, like, I've been alone since I was 17. Like, I think I can do it. But most of the time, it's if you need help, you need to speak up and say something. And I'm not used to that. Like, I would rather go sit in the corner in a dark room, and cry by myself, okay, I'm done, let's get over it, let's figure out how to make this happen. I don't open my mouth to ask for help. And it really pisses my family off because when I'm struggling, they don't know that I'm struggling. And I don't say anything until I've probably can't do anything else to make it work. And it's hard for me to be open with them and to ask for that help, so I need to know I can't just stay like this. And when I got to that, I was like, "Um, okay, I'm gonna need her to not talk to me personally about this right now because just reading the intro to the book, I think I told it here. I was like, "Um, I'm gonna need her to not just read me in the prologue. I ain't even read the first lesson yet, and she is already talking about me. I'm like, Ooh, this book is gonna open my eyes to a whole bunch of things." But that one, it helped me a lot. I don't like being called the ice queen by my brothers.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know, it's a pride thing, too. It's a pride thing when we don't want to reach out for help. You know, I'm okay with somebody asking me for help. But um, nah, I'm going to handle it. Because it's like you've been let down before. And if you've been let down before, you don't trust nobody else to do what, what needs to be done with you. But, you know, we can't put that on everybody, you know, you know. So, I mean, you can let them to hell with a little bit, little stuff.
0: (laughs) I think, um, don't be hard was the lesson that kind of spoke to most of us. I know Janae, Noli, and myself, um, because, you know, I know you channeled your inner me when you were writing that, um, because that's very much who I am. But I've learned to kind of allow people in and to talk to people more, um, versus holding it all in and unfortunately guys we only have about a minute or so left um so are there any words you you have for us to kind of just wrap this up
1: me yeah you (laughs) Oh, i just want to say thank y'all for um selecting one of my books to read for minority mental health month um when my sister told me this i was like really shocked um actually i was kind of you know flattered a bit because i was like who me little me <laughs> but um i'm so glad that it blessed y'all and um Noli, i am going to work on it okay don't hold me to it because i got a lot of stuff going on um i have a podcast as well um that deals with a lot of different mental health be stuff. On
0: in the very near future
1: yes yeah, so myself. If you want to, if, if you like self-help or anything like that, mental health, whatever, then check out my podcast too, and it'll have more things on there that we'll discuss as well, but thank y'all so much. I really appreciate it.
0: Well, thank you so much for being with us, Jamie. Um, we had a good time reading Flawed, and we look forward to Fearless, and we'll see you next time, because I'm sure you'll be back.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Thank, thank, thank you. you Molly. <laughs>
0: There you have it, bookies. Another wonderful read, another wonderful interview. Don't forget to get your very own copy of Flawed by Jamie C. Owens. The link for that will be in the description, as well as follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Eclipse Voices for more monthly reads by some great minority writers, and follow our blog, which will also be linked in the description. As always, it's been Prose and Poetry. Until next time. What's up bookies and welcome to Eclipse Voices, the podcast that uplifts minority writers who weave intricate stories that hold
1: you spellbound. So what are we waiting for? Let's turn the page. Let's turn the page.